trending news right now. We look at what's happened in the world of news and hashtags, what's been hashtagging this past weekend. We look at the entire weekend, the last 72 hours, as it is a Monday. Joined by Mpumelelo Mashifane, journalist, publisher of 013 News and social commentator on the 7th of November. How are you today, Mpumelelo? No. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm okay, and you, Arthur? I'm good, thank you so much, and uh, hoping the weekend was good. Yes, uh, it was a bit of a busy one. Um, all sorts of things going on on the outside of the of the country, uh, political assassinations and all of that. But yeah, it was it was an okay weekend. Yeah, crazy also about that uh, plane crash or in Tanzania. I guess maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow because that's a new 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 story. But uh, hashtag Zuma, let's start there. Zuma wanting Judge Kuhn to step down because of perceptions he believes in Downer's innocence. Yeah, um, um, uh, the, the, the former president uh, really uh, making his first political uh, address uh, in, in, in just over a year after he's come out of his uh, sentence uh, that he served for 15 months addressing Ward 111 uh, in, in the APD region, in the Umlazi area, and uh, being really invited by the, the branch leadership there to come and give an O.R. Campbell memorial lecture. We know that it was the birthday of, of, of the former uh, ANC president general, who is the longest serving ANC president in its history, uh, and his birthday was on the 27th of October. And therefore, this uh, memorial lecture uh, was uh, planned to coincide with the celebration or the commemoration of his birthday. And uh, the former president uh, really using uh, the platform to to dig in and uh, into into the current leadership of the ANC, uh, telling delegates that uh, or telling uh, branch members who had attended that memorial lecture that um, they had a responsibility to be very careful when choosing uh, uh, leadership uh, uh, during this weekend. But he also went into other details about his court case, really speaking out, saying that uh, uh, the current presiding judge in, in, in the corruption case on the arms deal, uh, of which uh, Zuma is currently standing trial uh, and, and is in a rigmarole uh, with, with, the, with, the, with the prosecutor advocate Billy Downer, um, uh, and, and, and we know that in the last court appearance, uh, Zuma filed an application to ask Judge Kuhn to, to, to recuse himself. Uh, and, uh, and the judge was responding and saying that uh, he would, he would uh, apply his mind to that recusal application. And, uh, and Zuma's argument really stemming from the fact that um, uh, before uh, he, he uh, criminally prosecuted uh, advocate Billy Dana, he had put an application uh, asking for the court to find that Advocate Billy Garner did not have the status of a prosecutor uh, or the right to prosecute him uh, because he had previously been involved in matters that seemed political to a certain extent. He had been involved, according to Zuma, in a case of, uh, brought by the DA. Mm. Uh, into, uh, 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 around the spy case uh, 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 saga. Uh, and he said that uh, his evidence and the statement that he gave in that case 
clearly showed that uh, Billy Garner was not uh, impartial to prosecuting him, that he he was siding with a, a, a certain section uh, of society uh, or, or in the political uh, space that was uh, for his political persecution and using the arms deal to achieve that, that means. And uh, we know that in the last court appearance of the Peter Myers High Court, Judge Coombs said he would uh, be applying his mind. So that decision is expected to come out quite early next year uh, of whether Judge Coombs would recuse himself uh, from that. But of course, this hasn't stopped uh, the former president from uh, actually speaking his mind about it yeah. and saying that uh, uh, Judge Coombs now finds himself uh, in a corner because there is an ongoing prosecution against uh, uh, Billy Garner, which means he is, in effect, charged and standing in a court of law uh, in an accused box uh, and having to answer for his actions. And, and so that uh, uh, for that very reason, uh, he, he does not have the title to prosecute because how can he prosecute the case of which he is accused of criminal conduct relating so let's talk hashtag uh, Mantashe, then our mineral resources and energy minister, Gwede Mantashe, saying that developed countries need to help foot SA's energy transition bill. And this following our President Ramaphosa's plan to seek U.S. funding for a multi-trillion rand plan to switch to zero carbon economy. Yeah, really this uh, coming out of uh, a story uh, in the business day uh, sometime uh, last week saying that the uh, cabinet had in effect approved uh, an $8.5 billion bailout. I don't know if it's a bailout or, you know, it's, it's a funding, but to, to, to begin to, to, to move South Africa uh, to shut down uh, the coal industry. I know from where I live, uh, which is the most... Uh, uh, sort of coal populous area uh, of, uh, in, in, in the country, the Whitbank area, is that um, the community is largely uh, being mobilized against this, especially after the cabinet decision, uh, because um, uh, largely people in Pumalana uh, saying that this will render a lot, a lot of the, 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 the major towns and major cities uh, in Pumalana uh, uh, really ghost towns because they're all funded uh, or founded around the coal economy, with them being one of it, Middleburg being another, Secunda being another, although Secunda more based on petrochemicals and Ermelo, Sanditon, uh, all of those areas really are the backbone of the economy being coal mining and power stations, uh, which are interlinked. Uh, we know that delegates at the ANC conference uh, in, in, um, uh, at, the, at the ANC conference that took place just before uh, the National uh, Policy Conference of the ANC uh, took a resolution uh, to, to, to not agree to, to the just change decision, as, as it's called, and took a resolution to oppose this uh, move at the ANC conference in December. Uh, so uh, Minister Gwede Mantash really been seen as somebody who had been hardline against this, um, he had uh, previously really uh, disagreed with the shutdown of coal, but of course it's conference season, Asanda, and and we expect politicians to say anything and everything, 
uh, during this time to sort of save their skin, to sort of uh, not ruffle the feathers, to uh, uh, you know not be seen as being really on one side or another, especially the big weeks in the mm. ANC. So, so Minister uh, Mantasha is, is saying he supports the switch then now to renewable energy. Yeah, which is quite suspicious to me because he's pretty much not been uh, uh, supporting it and it's been uh, the, 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 the subject of uh, quite a number, a bit of reporting. Uh, but South Africa requiring that uh, it, it gets at least 1.5 trillion rand, according to the president, uh, to forge that just uh, transition and also that on the, on the back of a major announcement by ESCOM. Uh, to shut down its, its first, or the shutdown of its first power plant mm. in, 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 in what is seen as this um, uh, just a transition, the Kobati Power Station, one of the oldest still in operation, built in 1966, um, uh, being decommissioned uh, at the end of this year. Finally, now the last unit has come offline uh, amid our many problems of load shedding. Uh, it's interesting to note that, you know, uh, some a power station has now been shut down and we have less megawatts coming onto the grid uh, because of that. But that is uh, to say that uh, SM uh, will now uh, repurpose that power station for renewable energy, uh, which includes the establishment of a major wind farm, uh, oh, sorry, a solar farm yeah. uh, that will be... Um, uh, constructed on the station. Uh, but a lot of people being skeptical, saying um, out of the 1,000, 2,000 people that currently work there, how many really can be realistically re- uh, reskilled uh, for, for, for solar energy? Because solar energy might be uh, somewhat labor intensive in uh, the installation phase, but after that, it is pretty much maintenance free and therefore will probably retain only quite a small fraction of that workforce. So, um, yeah, a lot of conversation happening about that uh, cause mm. transition, but um be really at the center of it. And we know that from a ruling party perspective, uh, there is disagreement uh, in terms of, of, of this just transition uh, between decisions being taken by the national government and uh, 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 the, 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 the ruling party in the province. All right, let's move on to talk about actress Terry Peto, who has vowed to cooperate fully. This is as police are, pro, uh, are probing fraud allegations to the tune of millions that she's been implicated in. The actress has, of course, denied having any involvement in this lottery corruption scandal, but uh, she's saying she will cooperate yeah, Asa, um, a, uh, quite a shocking statement of affairs. I think it changes on Twitter. Uh, uh, people uh, expressing utter disgust uh, and, 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 and uh, really the narrative that's, that's been out there is that, uh, you know, even people who are well off, people who are doing okay, people who have access to uh, rich opportunities are, are, are skimming uh, uh, from the state coffers or, or, or from the lottery coffers, uh, money that is meant to assist uh, the poor and downtrodden. You know that a couple of months ago, uh, a businessman from Pumalanga, uh, the former CEO of the Lottery Commission, uh, and, and various others appeared 
uh, in court for for, for fraud uh, amounting to over uh, 25 million rand. Uh, various properties were seized, um, and and now in in, in this list, latest uh, part of the SIU investigation, Terry uh, Petal, uh, including uh, two lawyers um, and, and and a former CEO also of the lottery. Uh, so there's eight others who are co-accused. Yeah, who are co-accused with her, and it said and said this is a fraud, and it's been an elaborate fraud scheme that has been run through uh, certain NGOs or NPOs, non-profit organizations, uh, to siphon money out of the lotteries board. Uh, uh, some of the allegations include, um, or some of the, the properties seized uh, are an ocean basket in Carnival City, one of two ocean baskets that was apparently purchased uh, with this money. Uh, there are luxury cars, there are properties, uh, with millions of friends that have been uh, successfully uh, seized by the SIU through a court order um, in relation to this uh, fraud and corruption uh, scheme that has been going on at at the, at the Luxury's Commission. Do you know what amount is involved? Um, at this point, uh, no. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's over 20 million rand for that. Uh, the articles that I've read uh, is despite uh, Pietro saying, uh, releasing a statement on social media saying that uh, she did not know anything about this. She was not even aware that a a, a forfeiture uh, application had been put against properties in her name. So that, what will this mean then? Because there's a, a preservation order against her. In terms of her continuing to work and, and what she can do, whether she can move freely or not, what will that mean? Well, at this point, uh, the SIU has said that the investigation is still continuing, and at uh, some point, uh, the NPA will have to will make a decision uh, whether to prosecute uh, all, all eight of them. Uh, but at this point, uh, they have not uh, appeared in court, only the preservation order. Uh, being uh, sought uh, by by uh, the SIU, uh, and 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 uh, uh, we'll see. Probably it'll be something that will develop in the next couple of days. Uh, the, the news, obviously, the, uh, the newspapers obviously breaking this uh, over the weekend. So we'll see in the next week or two uh, where the charges are preferred on those eight individuals, uh, and 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 whether their, their prosecution. And continues. Obviously, her mm-hmm. being a name brand, her being, um, uh, you know, uh, somebody whose reputation uh, needs to be impeccable, uh, it might it might affect her in terms of her work. Yeah. It might affect her in terms of uh, the businesses seized. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it remains interesting to be seen. Definitely not a way to end the year. I mean, she's and she's described this ordeal as a difficult time, and one can imagine that it is. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Let's move uh, to other parts of the continent. Hashtag Ghana, where more than 1,000 protesters have marched through the capital, Accra. This was on Saturday. So they're calling for the resignation of President Nana Akufo-Addo because of an economic crisis that they feel he has failed them on. Yeah, um, I think uh, uh, the war in Russia is uh, uh, precipitating 
uh, much of the economic crises that are affecting the continent. Uh, we know that Ghana is not the only country. Um, we're facing similar uh, challenges, uh, probably much more cushioned by um, the strength of our economy. But Ghana seeing um, an all-time high of 37% inflation rate uh, in the past uh, sort of medium term of the past three years. Uh, and, and protesters clad in red marched through the capital city on Saturday, um, uh, demanding that the president should step down. Uh, and another major demand they were making is that uh, they don't want uh, the IMF, they don't want uh, uh, the country to take a loan from the IMF in order to fix the economy. A lot of the protests are saying that uh, uh, the country is endowed with natural minerals. Um, uh, uh, it exports cocoa, it has oil, um, it has gold, uh, really saying that why should the country go to the IMF? Uh, we know that previously the IMF is responsible uh, for really a large part of the development of the continent through uh, 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 their financing conditions, through uh, uh, the, the conditions that they put in place. Does it point to a leadership issue then, as you say? I mean, Ghana has gold, they've got oil, they've got diamonds, they have manganese. Is it leadership then that's lacking? Because clearly there are resources. A clear sentiment that came out of the, pro, uh, out of the protesters uh, who were marching saying that uh, this is a leadership issue. We just don't have leadership in this country. Um, everybody is swayed uh, or the leadership is swayed in any direction um, uh, that really... Uh, the West wants to sway it. And uh, we've seen also similar sentiments uh, coming out of other countries in in, in, in Africa uh, with, re- with regards to uh, taking out IMF loans and other World Bank loans, uh, for that matter, in order to, to, to help prop up uh, the economies after, uh, you know, Africa has been really uh, the most severely hit, as we always are, uh, by any conflict or, or, or so that is happening in Europe or America. Their currency has dropped by over 40% against the U.S. dollar this year. That's quite a, a drop. And the president then trying to reassure Ghanaians that there were moves uh, to get the country's finances back on track. What can he do with what's left in this uh, year to turn this around? Well, um, I'm... I'm it's, it's, it's really difficult um, uh, to, to say what can he do. Um, he, we know that his leadership has uh, applied for an IMF loan in order to uh, prop up the reconstruction of the economy, in order to get the stimulus packages going and get the country's economy going and workers uh, working. But uh, we know that there's much opposition to that particular thing. Uh, we don't know if uh, an alternative exists uh, in, 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 in sort of uh, the left part of the politics uh, where uh, maybe an alternative to look east uh, instead of uh, the IMF, you know, that uh, the BRICS Bank uh, is one such uh, institution that has been touted as an, as, as, um, an, 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 an alternative uh, to uh, the two major global financing banks. Um, but we, we know that um, their the hegemony uh, remains intact in, in the continent in terms of funding large infrastructure projects, 
mm. in order to to assist economies that are struggling. We know that uh, when there is a financial meltdown in the economy and so forth, um, governments uh, often are then uh, pushed towards a, 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 a large-scale spending program, uh, particularly around infrastructure building, in order to to get the stimulus of the economy going again. So uh, it really remains uh, to be seen uh, for what will happen uh, in Ghana and whether uh, President Hikosu will, will manage to stay on that hot seat. Hmm. Well, let's leave it on that uh, today. Uh, thanks again for your time. Always appreciating these uh, chats and informative uh, news analysis. Thank you so much, Shasa. And um, the top of the morning to you. It's a nice rainy morning today mm. uh, where I am. And I uh, uh, hope your listeners uh, have a great week ahead. Okay, I think we've shifted over the, the rain from Joburg to your side there. <laughs> it's a nice break for us. <laughs> I was raining by you guys yesterday and you didn't have rain. So yeah. this, this morning we were waking up with a bit of rain. So um, that's always a nice uh, 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 it's very really nice for me uh, when it's raining. I, I enjoy the rain very much. Is it? All right. Thanks so much, Pumelelo Mashifane, journalist, publisher of 013 News and social commentator on our trending news.